Hey there, just a fair warning, the episode you're about to listen to, I have terrible audio because I'm a big dummy goofus and forgot to select which microphone I had plugged into my computer. So sorry about that. Anyway, on to the episode. Welcome to another episode of All That Film. Titans are battling, and, and we're here to review said film with Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, the, the return for, for big theater blockbuster movies. Uh, who would have thought? Um, and I'm joined here today uh, with Matthew and Todd. Uh, and we're here, uh, we're here talking to the big boys, fighting. Um, so we'll, we'll get right into a review. Um, one of the things that we, we got to start with, I guess, is obviously this is a movie of teams. Um, so Todd, I'll actually let you go first. Uh, which team are you on? And on top of that, uh, how did you see this movie? Just out of curiosity. Okay. So I am and always have been and always will be team Kong. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a team Kong guy. I like the Kong movies better. I saw this in uh, IMAX, um, so that was a good way to see it, I think, um, and that was uh, enjoyable. As far as the movie as a whole, I have a pretty deep history with these films. Like I've seen all the King Kong films, I've seen most of the Godzilla films. There's like 37 of them, but I've seen most of those as well. Uh, so I just watching this movie all the all sorts of flaws are going to be brought up about this movie by me as well but i still just really enjoy watching giant monsters fight with each other at the end of the day like i think that's what i got out of this experience because the dialogue is kind of laughable like i talked about it with somebody about how you could almost replace a lot of the human parts in this film with just like inner title cards, like they had in old silent films, like, and then people found this, you know, like, and then just go to the action part. Like my, my advocacy for these films is, even though I, I kind of found myself enjoying it, I just want them to stop spending money on big actors and use all that money to give me like 10 more minutes of fighting. Like put replacement level actors in this film, the human parts don't matter that much anyway. Uh, like they're for the most part transition parts. Uh, I want just more fighting, but as a whole, I liked the fighting scenes. I thought they were interesting. There's a couple big ones. Some of the surprises at the end were fun and we'll talk about that later. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I don't know how much they're, they're actually charging for the Tarzan scars, guard brother. Um, <laughs> Um, that is that is a point to be made that that they get a, a decent cast uh, for this. Um, Matt, I'll let you go second because um, again, you're the wild card here. Um, I, I am I am firmly in one camp. But what? How did you see this? And what team are you? Uh, I really wish I saw this in theaters, but I, I did HBO Max. You know, because it's most convenient and it's safest. I don't really have a. Uh, that much uh, great means to go to a theater near me, especially one that has like is open. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, of course, I, yeah. I, some some areas are like really different in that regard. And like one of the things I do like, I don't know like what type of TV you have, but like the actual HBO like releases they do, they have Dolby. Like you can get the Dolby Atmos sound and 4K. 
So at least that's cool. Like they're, they're doing that option for, for home releases. Like they definitely could be like, yeah, we're only going to release it on SD for the streaming people. Dude, 240p. Um, that's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> you can only watch this on your iPhone. Um, but yeah, which team are you, Matt? Uh, uh, like with Todd, I have always been a Godzilla boy. I grew up on hit the films. I didn't watch all of them, I think, but I watched a good number of them a few times. I watched uh, Mothra vs. Godzilla, uh, Ghidorah, uh, Three-Headed Monster, Monster Zero, no, Invasion of the Astro Monsters, whatever that one's called. I watched a good few of the classic ones, some of the Heisei ones. I just in general, love that stuff. I loved final wars as a kid so much because it was just so insane Mm -hmm. just how much they could just pack into that movie so yeah i'm firmly a godzilla fanboy nice nice um so i'll I'll build off that and go one further or match that i am firmly in team uh godzilla of course um because it's the only team you can be and i'm gonna go ahead and start this uh because I'll go ahead and say it. This movie is straight up uh, King Kong propaganda. And you can't tell what? me otherwise. <laughs> um, it's good King Kong propaganda. <laughs> um, <laughs> real quick. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've always been uh, Team Godzilla. I think part of it is I, I don't have the same um, history that y'all do with the movies. Um, mostly because mm-hmm. I didn't know about Godzilla movies besides the Matthew Broderick one. Uh, which I didn't see as a kid, but I knew about the video game. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I knew about the video games that were basically like second Godzilla. And I was like, whoa, this is super cool. There's a robot Godzilla. There's a three-headed monster. There's this pterodactyl-looking thing. Um, and that was pretty cool. Um, the one thing I will say, so I saw this in XD um, at a theater. Uh, me and my dad went to a really early showing, which was great. I love seeing movies early, get it done with the day. Uh, but there was a, and I'll get into this further in actual review part. Uh, there was a speaker or something where there was just a constant buzz uh, through the movie, which you don't notice in the XD theater for the most part. However, unfortunately, uh, there are certain scenes of silence and tranquility in this uh that is that is meant to happen and meant to be like a really great and quiet moment um and that effect did not work for me because of the theater i was in because it would go silent and i just hear the and i'm like oh all right um so in terms of that matthew you might have had a better experience than me (laughs) Um, it was was consistent i guess yeah yeah See, mine was, yeah, mine was great, but maybe that's also just because I was so enjoying the King Kong propaganda, as you call it. So, but I. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, so I'm, I'm throwing that out just as a perspective thing before I sure. get into some of this stuff. Um, just now, I will say those scenes, those quiet moments, take place in the King Kong section, and I feel like that is detracting. Like, okay, so here's the thing, because I, I I'll get into full review now. Um, I this movie should not have been called Godzilla versus King Kong. It should have been King Kong versus Godzilla because Godzilla is not even in the movie. Like he's not a main character at all. 
in any capacity. But he gets top billing. Godzilla got top yeah. billing. <laughs> Still the bigger star, apparently. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the name that um you have to go to. I will say I loved um just because it's I mean they they did a great job releasing it around this time. Um I loved the little title card at the beginning that was just March Madness with Kaijus. Um, <laughs> it was just showing them over and over, like, this monster defeated or whatever. I will say, again, I <laughs> basically, like, it shows a literal god, a three-headed monster that Godzilla beat. Uh, uh, these Mutos, like this pterodactyl, like all of these monsters Godzilla's beaten. And then with King Kong, they're like, uh, yeah, he killed these little lizard guys a couple times these skull crawlers um so in that regard i kind of wish king kong would have had one more win under his belt i feel like he was uh wasn't as as seasoned of a championship uh contender as we normally see um and the other thing i will say that i walked away from this i feel like all these team up move or all these versus movies um they do this thing where they're like we know you know who the coolest character is so we're going to spend a lot of the movie making the less cool character. We're going to make you feel sympathetic towards them. They did it with Iron Man and Captain America Civil War. They did it with with Superman and Batman v Superman, even though it didn't work. And I, yeah, I'm sick of it. Godzilla's cooler, straight up. Uh, wow. <laughs> I, hey, I'll, I'll Kong's let... pretty cool. All right. I'm willing to be a bipartisan on that fine. issue. Okay, hold up. All right, we'll get into that later. I'm... It's, uh, I don't know. I, it's very annoying to me what you just said. I'm kind of calming down emotionally. Uh, like, uh, I'm having a lot of problems here. No, I, I'm just a bigger Kong fan. I like, in Kong movies, I mean, this is, they're both about nature. You know what I mean? Like, in human beings, re, you know, relationship to nature. Uh, and for me, what I've always liked about the Kong films is they'll have these quiet, reflective moments. I like Kong as a character. He's more... He's more sensitive and nuanced, in my opinion, like as a character. But keep in mind, I love both as well. I just don't think it's as clear of a of a difference. Like to me, this film, if it did a good job at certain things, it did a good job of showing what makes Kong movies like really cool and interesting. So I guess I agree with what you're saying, except I don't think he's a clearly inferior character. I just think he was like a less developed character in the public consciousness. Okay. Yeah, this, yeah. Felt, this so, did so feel guess- like... Oh, sorry. Go for it, Matthew. This felt like more of like a Kong movie than Skull Island did because I just rewatched yeah. all of them, and this—he's definitely more of a quote-unquote developed character. Yeah. In this one, so I just, yeah, I just thought that's interesting. Sure. I—I'll throw out even on top of that. I almost wish we got a different matchup like before this, and then we got a King Kong versus Godzilla or something. Because, like Matthew was saying, it's not like Kong Skull Island is not really a Kong movie. I don't, I don't like Skull Island. It's it's my least favorite. Uh, well, I, I don't know if this might rival it because I, I didn't vibe with this as much as I thought I would. Um, sure. But like, I I think part of the problem is that whole thing of like they just blew all the money on the cast, and they're like, hey, isn't this cool? And I'm like, I I came here to see a big monkey. Right. Um, so, (laughs) yeah, I I would have liked to see a fight. I I was, well, okay, I, we gotta go into spoilers, because, uh, there's certain things, uh, that I'd like to talk about, specifically with the second act, uh, Mm -hmm. that I, 
I really can't uh, get into. I will say uh, the last thing in the review. I did not mind the uh, human characters. And I think part of it is because at the start of this, when I saw uh, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, sure. I thought to myself, I was like, oh, wait, this could be the Transformers movie. And these could be the humans in the Transformers movies where we have Josh Hartlett military people and then the Shia LaBeouf crazy plot line. Um, so I was just happy that we didn't get that. <laughs> I don't think I dislike the characters as much as they just don't do anything for me. And I found that to be like, especially true. I don't know in this movie for some reason, uh, like, the, yeah, I think this is my, probably my least favorite of the monster verse, like the four movie monster verse personally, even though all four of the movies I kind of enjoy in the way that I generally enjoy just giant movie, you know, like monster movies. Matthew, where would you have this one? I know you just got done with it, so yeah. I don't know if it's fresh uh, on the mind. <laughs> I think I think my least favorite has always been the first Godzilla that came out in like 2014, but I still mm-hmm. like that one a lot. I think, I don't know. I think it might, I don't know. I'd have to reflect on it a little bit more to see like where more. I, I think for sure King of the Monsters is my favorite. Like I'm a oh, nice. yeah. that movie. I, I love King of the Monsters. Me too. Um, that, yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a highly underrated movie. Exactly. Well, there were there were there were a couple people I was seeing that like yeah, King of the Monsters was pretty forgettable, and I was like, the fights alone, are we forgetting like the? I thought King of the Monsters was stunning visually. That yeah. that was a movie where seeing it in IMAX really made a difference too, because I just rewatched it. There are those great scenes where you know like Jadora basically puts out their wings and like covers the whole IMAX screen or, you know, like there's yeah. all sorts of like yeah. just epic shots mm-hmm. of the monsters. So yeah, you didn't get as dynamic of stuff like that here. Like the action was still pretty good, but I found the action to be lacking, say compared to King of the Monsters. Yeah. I mean, I watched King of the Monsters at home like last night and I, I, I don't know. It happened in the theaters, but even on like my laptop screen, I teared up whenever like stuff would happen. <laughs> Because I just I I don't know I'm just I'm just a child and I love these characters despite yeah. them being monsters. Yeah, it, it's just so cool because like you think about like, I always thought about like and obviously like I didn't watch the movies but I have seen some of them like since. Um, but just like you know like eight year old me like with this Game Boy playing Godzilla Smackdown or whatever like I was like oh they're never gonna have like a Ghidorah character that's too difficult to do. And they they do it and they do it perfectly and it's like oh yeah. what mm-hmm. um but yeah I I also I probably would have the original Godzilla one though the one thing I will say like up to that point I think it helps that or at least for me um and King of the Monsters doesn't do this and I like it uh, about the same um but with Godzilla the first one I think it helps a lot that there's only basically two characters. Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, Elizabeth Olsen and like Aaron mm-hmm. Taylor Johnson is just constantly following Godzilla um, and I like the idea of like this slow suspense Godzilla but I understand from yeah. some people that are like it's a freaking Godzilla movie show it's bringing, it's bringing it back to the original you know the 54 mm-hmm. yeah. and I like I liked how it did it yeah, but uh, we we gotta get into spoilers. Um, so we'll uh we'll score this out real quick. Todd, what would you give this out of ten? I gave it a six. 
Oh, nice. Uh, Matthew, what would you be giving Ooh. this out of 10? Out of 10. Uh, I like big monkey, big lizard, so I give this an 8 out of 10. I enjoyed myself, and that's all that matters. Nice. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. I guess I'm going to be the, the Debbie Downer. Uh, <laughs> One and a half. No, I'm just <laughs> I think I go with the four out of ten, but it's like a four out of ten that I really enjoyed, if that makes sense. Like sure. I had fun, mm. like even for my gripes. Like in the and this is definitely one of those, like if everyone was completely safe at this point, I could say wholeheartedly, yeah, go to the theater, it's a fun time, like with your friends or whatever. Um, even if you have, like if you have HBO Max and you watch this with your family, um I'd say this one is like the closest it gets, as weird as the sounds, the closest it gets to a family movie. Because um, there's almost this inherent like goofiness that it embraces a little bit more than the other films. Interesting. Um, and yeah, I, I like that aspect. But what, we're getting into spoilers. So uh, if you don't want to hear that uh, this is basically instead of uh, Godzilla versus Kong, it is Godzilla Kong. Uh, then don't stick around because we gotta get in spoilers. Uh, because oh my god, uh, there's a there's a robot lizard in this movie. Huh? Yep, yep. They brought in. Wow, are we yes. doing them now? We're on spoilers. Yes. Yeah, yeah completely spoilers. spoilers. Completely spoilers. spoilers. Yes, Mecha Godzilla showed up, and that yes. had not been spoiled. For, that had not been spoiled for me, and I was very surprised by that. Mechagodzilla is one of my favorite like reoccurring characters, so I thought that was pretty fun. And I've seen some people uh, shit on the way it looks a little bit, but I kind of I didn't mind it. I like I like I so, like its blockiness. Yeah, yeah, well, interesting. Okay, so what's weird is I thought it looked like you mentioned that Matthew. Um, I thought it looked very blocky in the training scenes. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, it looks very rigid. One of the things you have to think about that I think is a good um, and maybe people notice this on rewatches. Um, one thing you need to think about is that there's a guy controlling the Godzilla, and they don't have full power. Um, so right. then, when it switches to more fluid motions afterwards, like it makes complete sense. And that's a small, like little, like visual effects touch that I'm like, oh wow, they really thought about like how this would work. Uh, one of the things I want to say that isn't related to, well, it kind of is. Um, the guy controlling Godzilla was Ken Watanabe's son. Do you guys know? Yeah. No, I had no idea. I, I figured. Because <laughs> I was like, I recognized the last name when I first watched it. I was like, oh, it's the Watanabe character. That's an interesting yeah. father-son dynamic. Yes, it's interesting. I would have I liked one line about that or something. Yeah. Um, I, I, didn't Adam Wingard say he shot like six hours of this, but like this is his version? Oh, I would have been really? interested to see like the deleted scenes where like that is explored a little bit. Oh, it is yeah. his version. He's comfortable with the cut. He's not yeah. like demanding a six-hour cut. He's not. Yeah, are, you sure? are you sure <laughs> we're not going to get six-hour cut? At least the I would watch. I would watch the six-hour Wingard cut. I also would watch um, the six-hour. If there's more fights, yes. If there's more human stuff, maybe. I just well, want to see. I just want to see the podcaster and the teenage girl run around for four more hours. That's what I want. How'd they get to Hong Kong so fast? I want to see they the plane can, ride. I want to see. They compare yeah. the conspiracy theories that they have. <laughs> oh, I, I'll say this too. Um, I can bet you uh, in the six hour cut, there's definitely at least a little bit more of Kyle Chandler. Oh, definitely. Not, 
<laughs> he's like, and Lance Lance Reddick gets like one line. Yeah, <laughs> and like two appearances. We're like mainstays in King of the Monsters, but here they're like off to the side, and they only get a line. They're like, "Oh, my daughter's back," and it's like because they're not really that important, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like, I like that they didn't. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I will say, I I kind of liked the the human stuff at the, in the first act, um, like the weird sci-fi villain, um, Hollow Earth, talking about Hollow Earth, like sin- mm-hmm. kind of sinister thing, and then uh, all of all of uh, Tyree Henry's uh, podcast stuff. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like the line. Um, listening to that podcast garbage um because i think i'm gonna screen cap that and make it our uh our banner <laughs> i like i think my favorite line might be whatever uh julian dennison's he said no it's mecha godzilla it's like so stupid and so just like <laughs> that's that's what it is yeah it's not robot godzilla it's mecha godzilla yeah i like that they made the correction because I, I was like we are not doing this where we're calling it robot godzilla <laughs> what a creative yeah, I, name i actually i like the fight um mechagodzilla and uh, uh godzilla versus mechagodzilla versus or kong and godzilla versus mechagodzilla um mm. both of those were really good yeah um, the, the fight i didn't like as much uh and i'll get to another uh part that i thought was interesting to the police but i don't think worked that well for this movie afterwards um, I didn't didn't necessarily love the King Kong Godzilla fight that was in uh, Hong Kong because um, I just I thought they made too much of an effort to be like, see, we're we're showing Kong's Kong, keep it close or whatever, and they give like a lot of really cool moves to King Kong, like he relocates his shoulder. He does all these jumping off building stuff, and like Godzilla has cool moves too. And I, that that just goes to the point. Like this is a Kong, King Kong movie, and I think if I rewatch this, because I'm probably going to check it out on HBO Max, which is mm-hmm. the cool part about it being theaters and HBO Max. Um, I think if I rewatch it, I'll be more okay with that stuff. Now sure. I know it's a King Kong movie. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think about the fights? Uh, very, I guess we'll let very good, very fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whoever uh, whoever uh, taught the choreography to Kong and Godzilla did a very good job. I felt that they did their <laughs> their moves very well. You know, I'm not I'm not into you know karate, but you know they were very good at it. But yeah, uh, in all seriousness, it's super super fun. I don't know, it's just it. Go, I go to like my id when I watch these movies. I'm just like punch monkey. Right. That's amazing. Perfect movie. 10 out of 10, honestly. It's, when, it, was yeah. very, it was very enjoyable. When the fight in the water was about to start, I was like, oh, this is going to be lame. I don't want to see Kong in the water. I, but then it, it, it ended up being great. Yeah. I, it ended up being great. Yeah. I just mean, right when it was about to start, I was like, oh, how are they going to do this? And it was so well choreographed and put together. I thought it was really interesting. There was good suspense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I completely, I, I really yeah. want to hit that home because the, the tension before of them like yelling and being like, we can't just leave him out there. He'll be like a sitting duck. Uh, right, Godzilla, right. You just see Godzilla's fins come up and uh, yeah. it was really well done. 
Yeah, you, you, you could put like the Jaws theme in there, and it'd work pretty well. <laughs> I think the problem, what makes it hard to do a Kong versus Godzilla film, because have you seen the other Kong versus Godzilla film by any chance? I, I bet not. not. Okay. Um, I think what makes it hard to do these films is that so much of Kong's stories are about him interacting with humans, where so many of Godzilla's stories are basically like, even when Godzilla's the good guy, he's still scary as fuck. He's a force. Stay away from him. Yeah, like he's yeah. <laughs> he's he's not somebody you like interact with and sign with. with yeah, and, like take a nap with and stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> like when you put them against each other, Kong at some level is going to seem sympathetic because you just feel it, so. It's hard to not make it propaganda because I'm a Kong partisan. I just saw it as a completely fair and objective film that equally showed both sides. But I. I <laughs> Yeah, I, I would struggle to find a character that Godzilla would like sympathetically relate to. Yes. Way. I don't see Kong doing I don't see Godzilla doing sign that's language. Why you, that's why you throw in Mothra. Well, she's a little oh, incapacitated. Yeah. yeah, Mothra's having trouble right now. Yeah, she's, she's not, she hasn't come out of her cocoon yet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I do think that's a good point. Um, okay, so this is the, I, the big spoiler that I, I wanted to talk about because I don't I like it. Um, Hollow Earth stuff. I feel like it's pointless. Um, I don't know if you both agree or because it is a lot of frolicking monkey in in different geography. And frolicking cool. monkey is fun though. Frolicking monkey was delightful. Hey, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> it's about. It's fun. I I actually loved Hollow Earth. It was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh my god! It's just it's just goofy. It's just like oh the Hollow Earth is hollow now. Deal with it. Who cares? Yeah, I loved that this this universe now exists in a world where there's just because they even show at the end that's just where Kong is now, right? In Hollow Earth, <laughs> and it's like all right, well in Monster Universe there's now something called Hollow Earth. Just so you know, that's the Earth. So, it's so well. Okay, so I was. I love it. I was Hey, I was a little upset because I assumed Godzilla and King Kong would fight down there in Hollow Earth. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, I, so what I would have wanted, probably, is take a little bit out because they do in Hong Kong, they do two fights where King Kong wins the first battle, I suppose, like of the rounds. And then they do round three and Godzilla wins uh, by like forfeit. Because uh, King Kong's about the dead monkey. Um, mm -hmm. And what I think I would have liked instead is if you take that round two and you have King Kong fight, like fully fight a kaiju in Hollow Earth, um, I think that would have been effective, in, uh, in my opinion. But, just to show Kong kicking some ass, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he has that brief thing with the weird snake serpent flying thing. Yeah. Um, but even then, like the humans help out King Kong, and I'm like, let the monkey, let the monkey do it himself. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm interested where they go with like if they do a next Kong movie, if it's going to be like it's set in Hollow Earth, or if they're going to do like another period film. I, I would love one set in Hollow Earth with limited humans in it, just like it's just like a silent yeah, monkey movie. Uh, him that walking movie. around Hollow Earth, discovering things, and yeah, uh, God, that movie would be forty minutes long. Uh, <laughs> special effects would be great, insane. It would be a great forty minutes. Though. <laughs> oh man! And that's why this movie is great when it's under two hours. It gets in and it gets out. 
Yeah, it's no deep. extra time. One of my favorite I, parts with Kong real quick that Whirly's in Hollow Earth is I love when he grabs that ship, looks inside of it, and then just kills the people. Uh, that's so good. Yeah, that is that is a good scene. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> he has to make sure his little girl's not on board. Uh, right, his relationship to the little girl. That was like their way of connecting like the native islanders, the like the racist history of the Kong films, uh, or like the problematic yeah. part of, of some of the Kong films is whenever they show the natives. <laughs> and this film still, it just still feels so clunky. It's like, I get why they had, it was cute to have a little girl who talked to her, uh, but her be this like, uh, it, it has it's part of that trope about like white people getting monsters explained to them by like ethnic people mm-hmm. uh, that like still exists in the movie. I don't know. It was a little clunky, but she was a cute little girl, I guess. You gotta wait. We gotta wait for the bald eagle kaiju, and then we can explain it to everybody else. Yes, and then we <laughs> <laughs> finally white people get their chance to explain something. So yeah. <laughs> them to power up which i mean i get like i understand like you could some people might say oh well that needed to happen because the monster needed its energy and then kong needed to get his axe i just didn't like the way i that that whole moment felt like a little bit rushed then as soon as that happened i get why godzilla blew a hole into the ground because he felt the power up it's like what the heck what are you doing Bye, um at the same time, I was like, wait, why is there a monkey statue and then Godzilla light, like a, a ring of Godzilla power underneath? Like, obviously, because to me, that was hinting at, and maybe this is what you guys got out of it too. That was hinting at that these two work together. Um, mm-hmm. They were, you know, equal, equal parts in the Hollow Earth. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. it's like hinted that there's been like an ancient rivalry between the two, but I think it's enough for you could go like, you're kind of you want to know more. And I like that. Sure. I think that's a good yeah. thing. You just, you want more information about this. Because if you just don't care, that's not a good thing. But clearly you know, there's enough there where you're, there, there's an interest to go like, okay, how long does this go back? What is their relationship? Did they right. work together? Or were they kind of forced to? They have a divorce. What? Um, it's Kramer versus Kramer. (laughs) (laughs) Hollow Earth also gives you the opportunity, probably this is a clunky way to do it by just introducing it in a film like this, but it gives you the opportunity to have another place for future monsters to come from if they are going to continue this film. Because there are so many different crazy monsters that... um, uh, Godzilla fought over the years that I could see them bringing back. So yeah, you just a, get, you know. like Titanosaurus, right? That's just that's a, the most <laughs> simplistic name you could think of. He's a dinosaur and he's pretty big. Oh, it's Titanosaurus. Yeah. Well, I may I may have a a kind of dumb question here. Um, is Gamera not in the Godzilla universe? The giant yeah. turtle. Oh, no. No, no it, Gamar- no, it is. Gamera's in, like, uh, well, it doesn't have its own film. He's in one of the I think films, one of, though. I think, isn't, like, one of Gamera's villains in Final Wars, if I remember right? 
Something like that. I know that yeah. they're they're somewhere in one of them, but yeah, they don't have their own movie. Yeah, they don't have like a movie together. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Well, I just I want I want Gamera if we're if we're brainstorming any uh, monsters to show up next, and I want him. Mm-hmm. I just sent the picture of it. Uh, I want him to do uh, his high flying uh, double vault mm-hmm. act again. Uh, I want I want Gigan and Jet Jaguar. That's like my only two. I'm like, I could die happy if I see those two on screen. God, is there is there one in particular? My favorite um, of the like Godzilla versus ones I've seen before is Godzilla versus Hedora. So I oh, wouldn't mind no, saying no, that another one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that would probably be the one that I would want. Um, and then Godzilla versus Biolante, I think is how you pronounce Ooh. it. Yeah, uh, I think so. that would be a pretty cool one as well. So there's too many really cool. space Godzilla. Yeah, there's so many. Cool. We could. I have like. Them. I kind of like the Hedora because yeah. it's uh, kind of um, Cthulhu esque. Yeah, and it gets mm-hmm. into like the whole environmentalism issue that this franchise gets into. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like I feel like they're gonna do Destroya next because they're gonna kill off Godzilla. Within like the next movie, you think so? I, I think so. I'm 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 betting on it. I think they'll do Death Destroyer. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder what they'll do with Kong, because Kong doesn't have a history of fighting. Like it would yeah. be a it would be a new thing to have like a Kong versus somebody else sort of. I mean, movie. Th- there's like Mecha Kong. That's like the only like sure. reoccurring villain I can think of for Kong. But Besides, if he the, just if... fights like dinosaurs. <laughs> But if they did something weird like Kong versus, who knows, like, you know, like, I don't know, like Kong versus uh, Destroya or Kong versus um, Space Godzilla or Kong versus Hedora even. Like, you know, like... uh, Uh, I I know how that one ends. Just doing some, like, crazy Kong versus film would actually be a new place for them to go uh, and uh, that people would probably enjoy seeing. Because if anything else, like I liked Skull Island, kind of. I know that some people didn't. I still enjoyed it, uh, but I wanted more Kong. But it was fun at least to see one that did something a little different than the previous Godzilla films and that it was like, you know, stayed on the island. I'd like to see them do something, I don't know, creative with Kong because I think he's an interesting character as well. Yeah, because I think I think something I noticed when I rewatched it is that like, you know, how like the original Kong is like, there's a theory that you could read it as like it's the journey of the American slave. Sure, it comes in in chains. I, I I noticed that like it's with Skull Island. It's kind of like the treatment of the Vietnamese during Vietnam during the Vietnam War. Yes, it's definitely making a Ooh. different statement, even with the I, like the I way like the that. ships come in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think that's really cool. I want them to do something like that again. Mm-hmm. I think that's really neat, just to recontextualize the monster in like different. I guess atrocities or just like different. I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not sure the exact word, but yeah, that's interesting. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause all, I mean, most of the monsters, like, like y'all have mentioned are, they, they have context for like what they represent. Um, yeah. It's always cool to see that happen. Even, even Mecha Godzilla. It's just uh humans flying too close to the sun. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. industrialization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like all that stuff. Um, I don't think if I have anything else. Um, I don't think so. I'm looking. I I hope we get one of these movies every couple years. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't think we need yeah. one 
every year. Um, yeah, which is kind well, of my last worry. one came out twenty nineteen. You know. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's a good span of years, like every other year. Oh, but here's the thing: if they, they, they did this planning, three, yeah, they were planning Sorry, on man. it coming out in twenty twenty, and then Adam Wingard and Co. were like, "Yeah, no." And they were like, okay, okay, okay. We'll move from May to December. And they were like, all right, maybe. Um, and from from what the tea leaves were reading, I guess is all I'll say. That movie yeah, was not it's like, done. It's, so they, they're kind of lucky uh, in some ways that they got a delay. Um, or it just would have moved. Yeah. I think they should follow like the release schedule of like the original Star Wars trilogy. Like, just do one every other, like three years, every two or three years. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good yeah. schedule. Yeah, I don't need I just, three I of these here. Like, yeah, like that's, yeah, that's really oversaturation. Schedule for for anything. Um, like I, 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 I Disney's definitely should follow that. And uh, yeah, I, that's the thing that I didn't like with Star Wars. I was like, oh shoot, like, I guess because we had a decent amount of time. We had. I say, was it two years between Force Awakens? Yeah, two years Jedi? between the main ones. Yeah, but like you had like great. a side story every year. Yeah, yeah. I would have, and obviously this would have uh, lingered in COVID, which would have been insane, I suppose. Um, but I would have liked a little bit more space between Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I think that would have been cool, just with people like waiting. But yeah, if, if it would have released twenty twenty, I think. I, well, okay don't actually believe this like fully but i kind of feel like if endgame was coming out in 2020 like disney would pull some weird hoodoo hoodoo to be like let's get everyone vaccinated so we can make endgame the biggest movie of all time um (laughs) and now that's a conspiracy theory right there like disney has a hand in like vaccine production the free yeah, market, the free market like, solves everything. <laughs> exactly, you know. We got, um, we got to pull a, a Bioshock and just make, hey, go for it. Yeah, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Todd, for for talking about big monsters uh, here on this episode. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so be on the lookout for more episodes. Uh, we don't have movies quite a bit unless I am able to. I'm, I'm trying to see Shiva Baby in the theater, preferably. Um, and there's only one showing, and it's kind of out of my way. Um, so if I don't, I'll see it on, I'll buy it on Apple TV because uh, I want to support that movie. Um, mm-hmm. So we will have a review sometime within the next week or so. Uh, and Margot really wants to talk about it. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. After that, uh, Todd, I mean, maybe if you're interested in Mortal Kombat, you can talk about it, but I have no interest. (laughs) Well, you know me, I'll have seen it, so I can talk about it. Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) The bare minimum. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. See y'all. Bye. Bye.